Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Tom Murphy probably knew all that anyway, so he doesn't need us to tell him. He is joining us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Tom, Joe Klein is in the studio, if you want to say hello. It's a very great honor for us. At least he told us it was. <laughs> you guys are so goofy. Y'all crack me up. It's, it's a pleasure to be on. Hey, Joe Klein, how you doing, man? Tom, how are you, man? Great. Good, you, good, did, good. you did good work commenting on uh, SEC Hoops games. I, I always got a kick out of your your uh, commentary this year. Well, thank you. I, I enjoyed doing it. It was, it was fun. I wish I could have got to do a few more hog games, but... Take what you can get, man. I looked at it as that you know you were doing some sometimes some crappy games. Oh yeah, it made me watch though because Joe was yeah. doing it. So I was like, I want to well, hear like, Joe, and so I'll watch these crappy teams because of Joe. Let me just tell you, you need any need anything that that you need to know about South Carolina men's basketball? <laughs> I'm your guy. Georgia basketball, <laughs> I'm your guy. guy. Old Miss basketball, I'm your guy. Mississippi State, I'm your guy. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, it was pretty entertaining. You did a good job. I this liked year. it. I liked it. I, I mean, the one time they pulled me off, uh, they pulled me off Vanderbilt and South, uh, LSU in uh, South Carolina, and I was kind of happy about that because I was getting to do Georgia, Alabama, and so I was gonna yeah. I was gonna get to see the number one team in the country. And about a minute and a half into the Georgia Alabama game, I wished I was doing the LSU South <laughs> Carolina game because it was like sixteen to two. Yeah, it was. We were talking about. My grandkids and yeah, you know what kind of pizza you like. That's how you judge a great analyst. <laughs> how do you fill it up with that? Did you have any fantastic game-winning calls this year, like last year? No, no, no uh, BS from home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very insightful. It really tells the story. Had a good, had a good uh, last-minute shot, last-second shot. Uh, Mississippi State at Missouri. Okay. That was a, that was a good one. Dozens were watching. Yep. Um, all right. So Tom, let's talk a little baseball. Razorbacks uh, coming off the tough trip to Baton Rouge. Not a shock. At least they did get one. Would have been disappointing to see them get swept. But this weekend, a little more manageable with Alabama, although not easy when you look at the starting pitchers that are going for the tide. Um, Holland's been good. I think you guys did a write up on him today. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Bob did the advance, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, Arkansas had really been handling Alabama in recent years, and then they got to the end of the season last year, and it's the it's the final series, and they they lose two out of three, and then like they're stumbling around a little bit, not hitting very well, and uh, and then they draw Alabama in the tournament, so they lose three out of four to a team that was not going to go to the NCAA tournament, and um, <clears throat> and it came on the heels of losing a home series to Vandy, so. They went from going to host a regional pretty strongly to having to travel, and you know, lo and behold, it works out for them because they have the the epic marathon games against Oklahoma State and win that, and then beat North Carolina and go on. So um, Alabama is an intriguing team because they have so many veteran hitters like like Pinkney and and some of these other guys that are hitting very well, and their pitching seems to be stouter. So this is um, no easy assignment, but being at home. Obviously, I think is a boost. And then their Friday night combo last week, I, I made the joke in the press box during the midweek game, maybe you just concede the Friday game and start somebody else and then come back with Holland on Saturday and then somebody else. You don't want to mess up your rotation that way, but it was just a joke. And lo and behold, uh, Hunter Holland and Hagen Smith combined to, to beat 
you know, LSU and and to really be in the lead when they knock Skeens out of the game. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't discount any Holland start. Uh, he can go toe to toe with any ace in the league, and then Hagen Smith. Um, he's he's going to be kind of on on standby. He could start a game this week. He could pitch on Friday. They got all kind of combinations lurking this weekend. I look at Alabama. This is a team, great uh, non-conference, and they get in the SEC, and that's what the SEC does to you. It'll just gobble you up and chew you up. Number two, Florida, wins the first two games. They had to win the last game of that series to kept, to keep from getting swept. And the same thing last week with Kentucky. And, you know, Kentucky's a ranked team, number 22 in the country, but they lost the first two games to Kentucky and had to win on Sunday just to avoid getting swept. What, do we know right. about Alabama? Is this a really good team and they just ran up against some good teams for a third straight week? Or is this a uh, maybe they were a little overrated, easy non-conference schedule? Yeah, well, their non-con did not stack up with the the meat of the SEC. I mean, when you look at who Vandy and Arkansas and uh, A&M, they, you know, they took on some really tough competition while Alabama was, you know, sweeping UIC, who Arkansas did last year, high point swept them, Richmond swept them, Tennessee Tech. So they really didn't take on any powerhouses. You know, It's not going to help your RPI. If you want to get to the tournament, you got to schedule the way Arkansas is and then win in the conference. But, yeah, I don't think they were tested quite like Arkansas. And thus, they come into this weekend with a 318 batting average. And I do – you know, they're, they're certainly a impressive offensive team. Um I mentioned Pinckney, uh, but they also have um, Drew Williamson back from last year's team, Tommy Seidel. All those guys are hitting 350 or better, and a couple other dudes in the 330 range. So even the shortstop, Jim Jarvis, who wasn't a big offensive threat last year, is at 303. Arkansas is a heck of a hitting team, too. Uh, They put up 16 runs Tuesday on the scoreboard. and just uh, The depth, Tom, is what impresses me. Who do you think is going to be playing third base? Yeah, that's going to be a, a by-field game and maybe a pitching matchup game. You know, uh, Caleb Cowley has the, the, the raw power. Um, I mean, he hit an opposite field home run. It was a thing of beauty a couple of weeks back. Maybe the LSU game. But he's got power to all fields. Yeah, he had a big a big double against LSU as well. But, um, uh, but Harold Cole has uh, been maybe – he wants to play shortstop, but they have Bolton at short. So Cole has taken some reps at third and has started a few games in a row, was hitting well, and he dipped a little. And then, you know, they've used uh, Peyton Holt over there, and um, uh, Jones has played third base some. So it's really – I think it's going to be a matchup thing. I don't know who winds up being, quote, the guy mm-hmm. there. Uh, I, I think they, they wish they could keep Callie in, and then he hits for power. He backs up the rest of the guys, hits around six, you know, and and drives in runs and is not a defensive liability. And then, you know, just it, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be maybe even like a platoon type deal, even though it's you know, they both hit right handed. But I don't know. It's gonna be game to game, I think. Yeah, could you imagine uh the, the lineup if they put Harold Cole at shortstop instead of bolt if he was just had a good enough glove to play shortstop I mean, you you got eight guys that could take it out of the park at any time that are just bashing the ball. That's that's a deep lineup. It, it really is. I mean, the catching spot has not hit, you know, like super great, but, I mean, Roland has had his game. Yeah. I mean, I think he hit a home run, uh, you know, re- a recent game, had a big hit against LSU. Um, Polk had a 
hasn't hit as well, but has had a, a few key hits. So the catching spot is just like, look, handle the staff, throw a few runners out here and there, provide some timely hitting. I don't think they're counting on that for big average. But, yeah, um, if yeah, and Bolton's average has dipped a little. Um, but I do think they're comparable, Bolton and Cole at short. So I think you're going to see a little bit of a rotation there, a little bit of both rotation at third. And otherwise, you know, you're seeing – you're seeing guys who are hitting um, for average, hitting for power. They got to get Slavin back going at first base because if he's if he's going in the in the cleanup spot, then you really you're really a tough team to pitch to. to. And Stovall at second base, uh, who's been in the two hole, five hole, six hole, he needs to start getting going. If all those cylinders are fine, they're going to be one of the best offensive teams in the league. Tom Murphy, the Arkansas Democrat, is that with us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. We've got a call from uh, Joe Klein. Joe, go ahead. You're on with Tom Murphy. Uh, yes, uh, Tom, this is Joe. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, man. I'm, man, I'm doing great. Love to, love to take your calls on the show. Thank you. I have a question. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, shoot, man. <laughs> Nobody talk while I'm asking this question, okay? I don't want to hear anybody in the background while I'm talking. The basketball, the scholarship, the transfer. Uh, I know that was different with uh, COVID and everything. Guys could kind of do multiple schools. Is it now uh, they they can transfer once, and then if they tra- want to transfer again, they have to sit out? But I heard today that somebody said – that if the school is trying to replace them, if, if if they transfer under those circumstances, they can be eligible right away. Is that – do you know anything about that or how that all works or uh, – Joe, you slammed me with a head-scratcher, man. I, <laughs> I've been doing other stuff today, and I'm not aware of the specifics of what you asked. Uh, I wish I could answer that. So I it called like in – <laughs> I called in – speak to the great Tom Murphy with a great question that took me I was up all night thinking of it and you don't have an answer for me. Uh, Mr. Klein uh, I might suggest you call between 6 and 10 those guys have all the answers uh, Tom let's talk about what happened uh, yesterday Nick Smith gone and Brazil staying and we are I guess anxiously awaiting what we expect to be an announcement by Anthony Black going to the NBA do you have a good feel one way or the other on Walsh uh, I have a great feeling on Walsh based on what he said post game. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's, he, I think he's planning to come back. And yesterday's news, you know, I don't think it was really surprising. Mm-hmm. I think it was anticipated. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Nick Smith gave the, you're going to have to wait and see to Bob yeah. in the locker room somewhere. Mm-hmm. I guess that was in, uh, where was that Des Moines? Des Moines. He, that. he missed his opportunity to get some cash out of that deal. By the way. Ah, uh, man. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, but Nick. He's going to get plenty of cash in, in the coming, you know, months. Yes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, and, Bob's and then, going to pin him down to like a hundred dollar bet or something. <laughs> you want to bet a hundred bucks? You don't go to the good. NBA? I bet you a hundred bucks. You go to the NBA. We'll see what he said. Then. Good call, Justin. Yeah, that's all right. And that would have made for fantastic viewing and radio yeah. uh, mm-hmm. back in, in the home state. Mm-hmm. But you know, and I, and I get the you know, it's great that they're going to have Brazil back uh, coming off the knee. Hopefully, he puts in a really solid year. That's that's a that's a big deal for Arkansas. And then it just feels like black, you know, when you're rated that highly, that makes sense to go. Um, if you're a Razorback fan, you can cross your fingers and hope he comes back because it would put, it would be the, the semblance of a, a start of a, a really nice roster for next year. 
Did you guys ever uh, find out, will you get to go to the spring game or uh, the scrimmage tomorrow? Or is that close to oh, media yeah. too? It, yeah, it's it's listed in the, the media availability for the week. It's a close scrimmage. In fact, I'm writing about that right now. Um, it looks like 150-plus plays with some special teams. Hmm. And um, it's completely closed, and there's not going to be any post-practice interviewing. So oh. that's going to be one of those things. If some significant things happen, it'll be trickling out. And then next Tuesday, it might be a little bit of old news, but we'll have to you know, dissect from the players in Sam Pittman next week what came out of that. Because to me, that's about the most monumental you know, one-day thing that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They'll probably scrimmage next Saturday as well. But this is going to be a big one. Well, if I run into Coach uh, Pittman, I'll see if I can buy him one of them cold beers he likes and see if he'll spill the beans on uh, some insight into what's going on. We may be able to get some good yeah, information you know, I... from Claude. Yeah, and he, he there's a possibility I guess he could be there. I, I don't know. Oh, um, he's coming. He yeah, told he's our morning there. show he's bringing the whole staff down this weekend after the, after the scrimmage. Oh, outstanding, man. You know, you do need to sidle up to him because – he, he's so funny. He, he came up to us at Pro Day and was talking about this and that. He was talking about NIL and what, how things are going. And he has a certain responses when we're talking to him on video or on, on Zoom and in person about NIL. But, man, it's doing some things in recruiting. Let's, let's just put it that way. So, I like that. Um, Good things or bad things? Just doing things, man. It's, it's, <laughs> it's creating things. Good. Movement and promises and things like that. Yeah. So. No surprise. All right, buddy. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Tom, I'm going to hang up and listen. Guy. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Later, Radio Gold, baby. Nice. Later. Nice guy.